today on the Coaching Life Podcast. And I think when there's love packed into what you're doing, then it it creates, you know, love love is it's not just an emotion, it's a verb. It's it's action and and it's what you do together that builds even greater love. But it is it, it is emotional as you can tell. And and it beca- it can become emotional because there it creates a bond between two people and sometimes an entire team of people that that is it just can't be broken and so when you come along times in the path of life where it does it it doesn't break but it separates you know like like when you're done playing the game you know senior night is a is sort of a it's a it's a reminder of a separation i i'm you know i'm no longer going to be a player I, I, you know, of this game, you know, I, I love this game, and I'm and I'm being forced to separate myself from it. Yeah. And um, and I think when you have like you know a father son relationship, a mother son, you know, mother daughter, father daughter relationship, when when whenever your child reaches that point of finality where they're no lo- they're no longer going to be a player, you love them so much, and you love the game so much, and you love the experiences that this game brought you two together over the course of several years so much that it is heartbreaking. Welcome to the Coaching Life Podcast. My name is Pat Martin. I'm joined here with my friend, Coach Chris Stewart. Coach, we made our way back into the studio today. Finally, we're back. We are back. And I, I've actually had a couple of people in the last few days ask, hey, are you guys going to record another podcast? I had someone get a little sarcastic with me saying, you know, I used to have this podcast that I loved listening to about every week, and then it became every other week, and now it seems like it's been three weeks since I've heard one. And I said, I said you, you've been really been keeping that up that much. Good deal. That's good. Well, that's that's good, good to hear for that. Yeah, it is. I, you, know, it, you know, for people out there wondering, it's, it's a very challenging time, I think, right now it for is. the Coaching Life podcast because, you know, <laughs> we've got so much going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're in the we, you're in the thick of a. We beg for your grace. Yeah, <laughs> and we exactly. just hope and we just hope that when we do finally get an opportunity like today, to sit down and record for an hour or so, it it uh, it's worth your while. It actually hopefully is going to be very beneficial to you and beneficial to us as always. Um, as as you know that when you sit down to have a conversation about coaching or teaching or parenting or life in general, that it actually spurs you on to be a better person as well, a better coach, a better father, a better, a better player. And, um, if you're still playing the game where you and I aren't, but, uh, so I want well, to leave that to somebody that. else. So. <laughs> we're not, we're not playing at high level, are we? That's right. <laughs> By any means. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I would say this to people out there that want us to want to hear us. Hey, send us a topic because I think that's one of the difficult things that we're running into. And it's not that we don't have the topics; it's that when the, as the topics come and go, we're not we're, we're our mindset is on other things that we don't think mm-hmm. about 
<laughs> document. It's almost like we're having, yeah, it's almost like we have too many topics at times yeah. and we'll, <laughs> right. we'll say we should talk about this. We have more topics than we have time to sit down and record. And so maybe we just need to constantly do remote quick conversations and turn those into mini podcasts. I don't know. Maybe we need to rethink our format a little bit. Uh, well, I think, I think things are changing. Things are going to be changing soon. Uh, maybe as we get into the fall, uh, we'll be able to get into the studio together again mm -hmm. on a consistent basis. And yeah, and, I think so. Uh, no you way. know, it'll be easier to schedule, be easier to, to prepare. So hopefully that's the thing, but yeah, we, I mean, we're, we're both really busy and, uh, I, you know, my, my, uh, my kids are both playing baseball. Uh, you're, you're coaching, um, uh, you know, the Eastern Eagles, you're, your son Brock is playing mm -hmm. uh, for Alderson Broadus, and they're in the the thick of a of a. Uh, well, I mean, they're. Uh, do they have a shot of, of winning the the Mountain East? Like, could they? Well, yeah. could they Could they jump to one? You have to first get in the conference championships, the the, the tournament, and they are currently sitting at third place. Um, they're two games ahead of the fourth place team which is the team that they play this weekend for their final series. And so they, uh, they win this series, they're in, because the Mountain East Conference takes the top three teams from the North and the South. There are, I believe, eight teams in the North and the South divisions, and only the top three go to the conference championships, which is at Linda K. Epling Stadium in West Virginia. And uh, Right now, Alderson Broadus is number three in uh, yeah. in the North, and so they they win this weekend. They're in, and we'll get get another uh, week of baseball for uh, our uh, our son Brock. And if they do not win the series this weekend, then this weekend is it. Yeah. So they don't get anything for finishing first in the standings. It, they're they're just playing to get into the to the to the conference tournament. Right. You still have to win the conference. Champion. Yeah, you still have to win right. that tournament to go to the regional and then the World Series. Gotcha. So yeah, so you know, I just say that we we've, we've got some things going on, but I I had a revelation uh this weekend, coach. We were in Hurricane, West Virginia playing in a 10U mm -hmm. uh, baseball tournament. It didn't uh it didn't go as well as we wanted it, wanted it to, <laughs> we're playing some pretty for some pretty stiff competition. But the yeah, the, the baseline blaze ten U team headed to Hurricane, and and we were we were playing baseball, and uh, I'm the I'm the business manager for the baseline blaze. We may have talked about that before, mm -hmm. as which some of my duties also include running Game Changer. And in this, on this day, on this weekend, it also included making sure we had team pictures for the, uh, for the Facebook site. So, so I was, uh, I was multitasking, but you snapped those pictures. My, I did. What wow. Those were good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were hired. They, they were, You're hired. They were nowhere near the quality of our previous turnos pictures, which, uh, which were, were taken by one of our, our players, mothers. And she, I think she has a much better camera than me, and she's she's much more talented than him in, in capturing uh, good good uh, action well, shots. Delegation, but, uh, there, uh, business manager, delegate. Uh, I hear you. Well, <laughs> sometimes they just don't work out. So. <laughs> but uh, you know, I was I was taking these pictures, and I I started to film 
my son on second base. And, you know, um, the idea was that I wanted to, my, my, my mom and dad weren't there that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were with my older son, uh, Jake playing, <laughs> playing baseball in Athens, but I wanted to just to take some pictures, take some film so that they could, uh, here, here's, here's what Jeremiah was doing, you know, just so they could see. Sure. So they didn't feel like they missed so much. And something hit me as I was, as I was filming this and I don't want to, the thought was there, but I don't want to ruin the story because later in the day I went out, I, I, you know, I was moving around the field taking these pictures and later in the day I went back out in center field, which is where uh, my wife chassis and I set up home camp and, uh, we were sitting there and I was doing game changer and, and it was late in the game, late in the second game, we were down mm-hmm. and they had moved my at a center field. And, um, I, I said, Hey, film him. Has he ever played outfield before center field? Yeah. 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 He's played out. Yeah. 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 Sure. So he's familiar. Um, with yeah. Yeah. And I said, film him. And, you know, she said, you want me to film him now? And she, I was like, yeah, go ahead and film him. She said, well, he, what if a ball wasn't hit to him? And I said, it doesn't matter. Mm. I said, I just want you good to call. film him. Yeah, good call. Before the pitch. And what my 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 revelation was is that as I was sitting there watching him move pre-pitch and taking his steps and taking his hop and and, and getting ready. And, you know, these, these, these two videos that I'm talking about, I'm not even sure I – uh, a ball never came into the scene and it never came into the, the picture. Uh, so he wasn't really part of the action, but in this moment, but he was still involved I, in the action. He was involved. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, but yes. Good point. <laughs> that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. Isn't it? Yeah. As I was watching him, I was just filled with, I, it's not joy, but it's happiness. It's a very a deep form of happiness um, in the understanding of, of how, how much fun it is and what a blessing it is to be able to watch my kids play, you know, baseball, play sports. And there's a, there's a challenging aspect to that. And it's the fact that I, I think it's something that, you know, when as parents, and I actually had a couple conversations with some people uh, this weekend about being too hard on our kids, and it, you know, obviously something that that we touch upon, and it's something that that every parent should should consider in the way that they're they're dealing with their kids when they're when they're competing in sports. Um, I think it's something that w- that we don't recognize, and and what I mean is that one thing is. At some point, we're going to watch our kids play uh, their last quarter or their last inning. And it's odd because I know that you brought this up uh, coming into this weekend because, you know, it's it's possible, although we know it's not going to happen because we're confident that uh, this won't be this won't be Brock's last inning mm-hmm. or final inning of baseball. He's going to go on and play in that tournament. But you brought it up as, as you know, as something that you're that you're bracing for. And it, and it was it was ironic, uh, coincidental that I kind of had that same 
revelation. And, and when I had it, I was so at peace with the results and with their performance and with their level of talent. And in that moment, I just wanted to see them play. Yeah. This was a bad idea. <clears throat> well, we we knew it would be. <laughs> I've held off. I've held off. Yeah. We had our senior night uh, last week with uh, the Eastern High School team, have graduating nine seniors. Without a doubt, some of the most quality young men that I've been around uh, collectively and individually. And um, I don't know if they listen to this podcast, but if you are listening and you're one of my players, I want you to know that I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you, you have really enriched my life coming back into coaching by being around you. And I think that you, just your character has set a really high standard for the upcoming classes, and I'm extremely grateful for that as a brand-new coach, as someone who came in and was embraced by a class of people literally days before the season began. Um, we've had, you know, we've had, had ups and had downs. I mean, we were right, quite frankly, we're not playing really great ball right now. Um, winning some games, losing some games, um, but we're, you know, we're, we're going to get it turned around uh, here this week, and uh, the way to turn it around, I believe, is just what you mentioned, is recognizing the most important aspect of the game, and that is love. Um, and we talked about that last night uh, after, at, you know, post-game post conversation. We said, you know, it's one thing to have a lot of talent and ability and athleticism, uh, but that, that needs to be combined with love and what I mean by that is love for the game, and some people's love for the game is going to be at a higher level than others. Um, those are usually your guys that that just eat it up and they want to go play in college, and they just it devastates them to think about it being their last their last game coming up. And other guys may not love the game as much, but they love being out there, and they love their friends, they love their teammates. And I said, so if 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 your love for the game itself isn't isn't where some of the some of the other guys are, or isn't where my you know, my love for the game is. I told him, I said, I you know I I understand. Sometimes I love this game so much that I can't wait to get off work and get down there as quick as possible. And I, sometimes I'll just sit in the dugout and flip a baseball in my fingers. You know, just sit there smelling smelling the grass and smelling the you know. And I and I, I know I'm I'm weird like that. And some guys some some kids are weird like that. They love the game that much, but some some guys may not, and that's okay. But you're here and you're playing. And so play it for your teammates, for the love, love, love what you do and love who you do it with. And that will compensate, I believe, for whatever deficiencies we might be or adversity we might be facing. Um, and so I, I, I believe in, in our guys because we have such a great senior class. But, uh, you know, what, what, you, what you're saying regarding 
your children's last game, you know, I'm, you know, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's something that uh, we have faced, we faced kind of abruptly with Kaylee, you know, I think she was kind of a COVID tragedy um, in some ways. Um, and, and uh, you know, her, her playing days were, were shortened. Uh, her first year of college ball, softball was shortened due to the, the COVID pandemic. And, and then uh, along the way, she she decided that she was she was ready to be to be finished playing, and that was fine. It was her her decision, and uh, April and I are absolutely fine with that. And uh, and then you know some people get to choose when you're done, and others the game chooses for you. And uh, here you know here in the next couple of weeks, few weeks, it's you know days, who knows? Uh, the game's going to decide for Brock as well. You know, in terms of his playing days. Um, right. One thing I will say is he's he's got. Uh, the opportunity, just like I did, but um, at a much higher level than I started out in, um, to actually go right into coaching. He's he's I've been offered a coaching position there at a, at um, Alderson Broadus, and as well as a, a strength trainer um, job that he's got there in Clarksburg already lined up. Getting married this summer, he's he's starting in a much better place than uh, in terms of answering questions than a lot of people start right out of college, and so we're extremely proud of him. Um, but man, there's something about this game. It does something to you, you know, and it did something to me four years ago because I experienced this four years ago, knowing that he was going to continue to play, but there's something special about high school ball as well. You know, and and if we do have high school players that are listening to our podcast or parents of high schoolers who are listening, you're, you're getting into those days right now where it's going to be your last, um, possibly. And, um, you know, I knew it would hit me then as, as both a coach and a dad, but I didn't know how hard it would hit me um, until it actually came. And I wrote about it, actually, in, in uh, Building Champions. I, I put it as the epilogue, the very last few pages of the book. And uh, actually, I, would you mind if I read that? I think, no, it, I think it's relevant here. I, I'll, I'll, just read, I'll just read that. This is the epilogue, and I titled it, Don't Blink, Coach Dad. I was a coach before I was a dad. By the time we had our firstborn, I had been coaching baseball for five years. From the time I had stopped playing, I started coaching. I immediately fell in love with coaching, and I felt like it was part of my calling in this world, something I would probably continue doing for as long as I could, and perhaps one day I would get the opportunity to coach my own children if they loved the game and wanted to play. We assumed that they would, but my wife and I committed to never force sports onto them. Well, after our son was born, he indeed loved playing ball. It seemed like that was all that we did during his childhood. And then a couple years later, we brought into this world a little girl, and she started picking up the bats and the balls and playing right beside her older brother. And we quickly realized it was not going to be something that we would need to convince our children to try to enjoy. It was just inside of them, just like it was inside me as early as I can remember. It was a love for the game. But when it was time to transition from playing in the backyard to playing on teams, I did get the opportunity to coach my kids. Beginning with my son's 8U baseball team and then all the way through high school, I was his coach. It was through baseball. Uh, it was through baseball that he developed most of his friendships, and the majority of those friends continued to play together for the next ten or eleven years. They played a lot of baseball together over the course of their childhood years, and they experienced a lot of life together simply because of a game, baseball. 
Then, in what felt like the blink of an eye, one day they played their last game together. And I remember that night and the way I felt long into the evening after that final game was over. I was sitting in a chair in our living room in silence, and my son came upstairs and he handed me a baseball. It was the home run ball he had hit in that final game, and he wanted... He wanted me to have it. And on the ball, he had written these inscriptions. Two-run home run, I love you. Last game as a bulldog. Thank you for being my mentor in life and in baseball. When my mind, as I sat in the chair, just before he handed me the baseball, in my mind, I was back in the yard and he was five years old. And I blinked. And when I looked up, he was an 18-year-old man with a baseball in his hand. My boy. It's not easy being a coach's kid. The spotlight, or the crosshairs rather, is on you at all times. Inevitably, there are times when people feel disgruntlement toward the coach dad, and for some reason they subsequently project those feelings onto the player son, either directly and openly or indirectly and privately. And even at home, the pressure and stress that coach dad feels is sometimes difficult to suppress, which means player son feels and takes on those burdens as well the game becomes a completely different experience for that kid simply because he's the coach's kid. And the experience is not always a pleasant one. I love all of my players just like sons, but every father admittedly loves his own son a little differently, which then creates a very difficult dynamic to navigate in practices, games, and team activities. Well, a friend of mine who also coached his own son in high school once told me, Chris, if you end up coaching your own son one day, you just hope that he's either A, head and shoulders more talented than the other players, and then there's no question about his playing time because he's obviously going to be a draft pick someday, or B, really terrible and unskilled to the point to where he's just happy to be on the team and everyone, including him, knows that there's no expectation of ever getting into the game. Well, if your son is one of those in one of those two categories, it's fairly easy to coach your son. However, most coaches' kids are in category C, good player, but has to work hard like everyone else to compete for a spot. Well, this is the toughest situation for a coach's child because no matter what he does, it will not be good enough in many people's minds. And if he earns a starting spot on the team, it will obviously be in many people's minds due to being favored because he is the coach's kid. This is the category most coaches' kids fall under. It's where my son was. He worked his butt off. And at times when he started to relax a little bit, I'd remind him that he needed to give a little bit more than everybody else. That probably wasn't fair to him, but I hope it's something he'll look back on and, and appreciate even more, something he will learn from and reflect on as he one day raises his own family. As an adult man, before I had children, I can't remember a single time when I cried openly with tears. 
I had emotions, but I was never an emotional person. Things didn't touch me or move me emotionally in the way that they began to after children were brought into the picture. It was a weird feeling for this macho guy. I remember standing above the baby cribs of both of my children and not being able to control the flood that filled my eyes. I knew in those moments that things for me would never be the same again. I remember praying that they would always love Jesus, and I still do pray that prayer. And when I stood over my toddler son's bed at night while he slept, I prayed that I would be the kind of mentor and role model that he would need in life and that I would have the opportunity to one day be his coach. It happened. And then it was over. In a blink, it seems. I have a lot of baseballs. Over the years, I collected balls that I hit over the fence as a little ligger, game balls from big wins I pitched in high school and in college, game balls from big wins in coaching, signed balls from players and teams that I've coached, league championship balls, district championship balls, balls that are autographed by pros like Cal Ripken Jr. I have a lot of baseballs sitting around my house and office. None of those compare to the one ball that was handed to me in my living room late one evening after my son's and my final game together. This one ball tells a big story. It tells the story of this entire book, and it reveals the answers to prayers that I prayed while standing over a baby crib many years ago. And on it is the signature of my favorite baseball player in all the world. So we've, we've struggled here to to get this recorded for a number of reasons. Mm. One is because our, our, uh, our application gave us some fits and we've, we've kind of had to, to replicate this conversation a couple of times, but I wanted to, it was a good test because the first time that we were recording coach, I, I said, I, I said something about when, you know, on Amazon, you, the, your, your book building champions is for sale on Amazon. And after you read it or before you can send it, you know, whenever you can put, give reviews for the books. And I, I, I left a review for your book after I read it, which I, I read it in a day, by the way. I don't know if you knew that, but I, I zipped through that thing in a day's time. I just sat down and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't put it down. Mm. It was good. It's good stuff. But I said, um, in my review, I said I had tears in my eyes as I started the first chapter. I had tears in my eyes as I finished the last. <laughs> and I smiled plenty in between. Hmm. And that's the that's the third time you read that passage there. Yeah. And every single time you read it, <laughs> I have tears in my eyes. And I pretty much, you know, this, this recording that we've we've done is is i don't know where we're at right now you know it's going to be about an hour but there's been a lot of tears and there's been a lot of smiles and man that's what that's what this game is all about that's what this experience is all about and that's how i capped it i said when you when you smile if you have tears and you and if you have tears when you start tears when you end and you smile in between that's a full experience yeah the complete experience and i 
I don't know it's you know, what I intended when I was writing it, <laughs> but it's what happened. And, and I, you know, it may not happen for everybody, but there's, there's, a, rom- there's a romance about this game. Oh, definitely. That really, really hits you hard, you know. And uh, uh, people, people, people who don't love it don't understand that. And, you know, and, and, yeah. and it's not just a game. It, it, it's, it's so hard to describe how the game meshes with relationships and meshes with people you love and bonds people you love together. It's, you know, I would relate it to, I wouldn't say religion. I would, I would, I would relate it to say my, you know, my faith and, and, and God and my faith in Jesus Christ. I've, I've told people before, I I have lots of friends that, that don't have this, don't share the same beliefs that I do. Mm-hmm. It's never been something that I've allowed me to, you know, to separate me from, from having relationships. I don't, I don't think, I think it would, that would be an objection to my faith if I, sure. if I did that. So it wouldn't be right for me to do that. But I've told people before that I wish I could give them what I feel because if I, if, if I could give them what I feel, then they would, they would, believe they would understand more you know and i think that's that's true with baseball too and it's true with this with this experience of you know being a a parent of a of a kid that plays being a being a a parent coach which is a a completely different experience altogether but i you know for the folks out there that kind of struggle with this and are you know probably calling us wimps as, <laughs> as they, that's all right they, yeah it is it is all right because you know my my response to that is, is i wish you know i hope i hope everybody has the opportunity to to feel the way i do about the you know really anything but you know in, in this case it's about the game of baseball and about you know the privilege that it is to to be able to watch you know my two sons play the game and yeah it's about the game of baseball but i think the way that it will hit some people differently who have uh who have kids that play other sports i see it in football as well i see that that brotherhood you know and you see the devastation in adults faces when it's when there's a finality to it and uh you know it, it it's it's it really is pat i mean it's it's about it's about love you know people you know dabo sweeney's not afraid to to talk about love he, you know and people give dabo a hard time you know what love him or hate him you know one thing that's true about dabo is that you can't deny the fact that he loves he loves his players and he loves the game and love is not something that he's afraid to to talk about and shy away from in fact i remember you know we talk about the one word you know one word to uh, kind of get your life focused for a year instead of a new year's resolution Lucian have a have a one word i remember a few few years back i remember seeing dabo sweeney's twitter uh uh where he said his word for the year is love and that mm. was the word that that enc- it encompassed everything about how he coached the game and i think when there's when there's love packed into what you're doing then it then it it creates, you know, love, love is, is it's, it's not just an emotion. It's a verb. It's, it's action. And, and it's what you do together, um, that, that builds even greater love, but it is, it, it is, it is emotional as you can tell. And, and it beca- it can become emotional because 
there it creates a bond between two people and sometimes an entire team of people that that is it just can't be broken and so when you come along times in the path of life where it does it, it doesn't break but it separates you know like like when you're done playing the game you know senior night is a is sort of a it's a it's a reminder of a separation I, I'm you know I'm no longer going to be a player I, I, you know, of this game you know I, I love this game and I'm and I'm being forced to separate myself from it yeah and um, and I think when you have like you know a father son relationship a mother son you know mother daughter father daughter relationship when when whenever your child reaches that point of finality where they're no lo- they're no longer going to be a player you love them so much and you love the game so much and you love the experiences that this game brought you two together over the course of several years so much that it is heartbreaking yeah it's like a divorce in many ways even though it's not i mean it's it's still there it's beautiful it's a beautiful it's well, a, I would say it's very similar, you know, and you, you talk about standing over the, the you know, your kids' cribs mm-hmm. and that feeling of, of, uh, of life, this life altering situation that you're in. I think it's very similar to that, you know, especially, you know, I would say, you know, you compare your, the situation that you're in right now, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're standing, uh, over top of, of your son's mm. baseball uh, career here, and and you know there's more to come. You know there's good things to come. You know there's there's uh, different things to come, and it's a it's a life altering uh, situation. It's a life altering time period, and you know that's how you, I think that's it, I, it, more so than just ending. You know, it's a transition. Yeah, and you know anyone that's been through that, if you you know if you. I would say most of our listeners, are, you know, that are adults have kids. I don't know uh, how many listen to us that don't. That's kind of the that's kind of what we're aimed at. But um, that's there is a there's a significant emotional um, life changing experience that that happens when you have a child. And it's unexplainable, really. I, you know, I don't know that I could, I could uh, explain it at all. I think <laughs> the uh, yeah. the the story of Michael Jordan hitting his lip on the on the rim sums it up, where he said it it it's it. Uh, I've never had anything that hurt so bad, but felt so good. That that's what I've kind of always used to, to describe mm. parenthood. But you opened you opened the podcast, you know, talking about your Eastern Eagles uh, baseball team, your seniors. Yeah, and um. I feel that too. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm a baseball coach. Like I, I tell everybody that I'm a baseball coach. I'm not, I'm not a basketball coach. I'm not a track coach, <laughs> coach, you know, I'm, I'm a baseball coach. That's who I am. Uh, that's how I, you know, I see myself. That's how I relate. And, but the, the fact is I've, I've coached basketball and, you know, this year I've coached track and, and I've developed a, a, a relationship and a bond with these with these athletes and it, you know mm-hmm. for this past basketball season it was that when the season was over that team that group of kids are, were very very special to me were are moving on 
you know, and it was, it kind of, it kind of mimics this feeling of, of what we're talking about here. But the, the point that I'm trying to make, and this, you know, as I'm rambling here is that, is that exact point that you said, it's about love. It's about relationships. And that's where I think coaches that, you know, solely focus on the X's and O's, solely focus on the mechanics and things like that are missing the boat. Um, they're, they're leaving mm-hmm. a whole lot of, of opportunity, a whole lot of impact that they can have and yeah. a whole lot of, a whole lot of enjoyment. Um, yeah. they're leaving it out. Yeah. What, what, what is going to be the lasting, uh, the lasting part of this experience, which is the memories that you have, um, you know, when, 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 when you look back and you tell stories about your, your playing days, um, it's, it's rarely, it's rarely, uh, stories about X's and O's (laughs) and and numbers. Um, those, and those things are important. Trust me, they're really important. I spent all morning today looking at numbers and, and, and trying to figure some things out of how, you know, how we can, how we can get better. But I won't be thinking about when it comes, when I look back at this team, you know, my, the first team I coached at Eastern high school, I'm not, I'm not going to remember any of those numbers. I'm going to remember these, these faces and these kids and where they go from here, what they become. I'll tell you one thing you'll remember definitely because I'll remember it about the Eastern Eagles. <laughs> 2021 baseball team and that's uh that's Blake Newland. Yeah. You yeah. Know, played one out, played two games out. and then broke his foot, broke his ankle. But walking out to second base in that last game. Yeah. You know, and that on senior night. Yeah, hopping his, out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know that's that's something we have to consider too. You know, like, you know, like you said, sometimes it's not our choice. And sometimes sure. our, our our final inning uh comes uh, through circumstance. Yeah. And that's 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 why, coach. That's why the love of the game is important. And that's why that's how you have to approach it every time, every chance you go, you know, you have to go out and to play it, or to coach it, or to watch it, right? yeah, or to watch yeah. it. Uh, yeah, for those know, who go ahead there. Well, I was just going to say, I know for me, there was just a huge, and you know, I, I've been on a journey for a while now of 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 becoming a, a better parent coach a better uh, athlete parent um but there was there was this moment of just yeah there it is and it was you know in that moment nothing you know the the batting averages you know the elbow drag the uh, the missed foul shots you know none of that mattered in that moment it was just simply this is great I'm so thankful yeah. for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that you're not saying that it doesn't matter, that bat drag doesn't <laughs> matter, because you'll still text me pictures of your son's swing tonight, and we'll talk about it and analyze it and try to fix it. So we know yeah. it matters, but I, but I think we all get what you're saying. There's no doubt about it. And for yeah. those of you that don't know, you know what we're talking, what, what we were talking about when, when Coach mentioned Blake, um, one of our senior players, not just one of our senior players, but our, our, our energy, our, our team energy, I would say, uh, mm. you know, you know, uh, in practice, you know, we going, we were going pretty hard in practice. I think we may have talked, mentioned this on, on a previous podcast, but he, uh, slid into second base and, and, uh, his, his ankle was basically turning a direction that you should never see your foot turning. 
And right. uh, we knew right away that was going to be a bad news um, injury. And, and sure enough, it's, you know, it was a season injury, ending injury for him and high school career base, you know, ending injury for him. And, and uh, he got a chance. So he did have a season last year. Yes. Played two, two years of baseball in high school. That's correct. Uh, uh, and and uh, we had our senior night last week and, and uh, we, we, we had him start at second base and he, he hobbled out there and took, took the uh, warm-up ground balls and pitcher threw one pitch, uh, a pitch out. So we went down ball one and uh, gave us the chance to, to uh, make a substitution right then and uh, get Blake off the field and put the sub in and, and it was a really cool moment uh, of course we had a really nice crowd out there a lot of a lot of cheers a lot of tears and uh and then fortunately we were able to strike that better out <laughs> after that so. <laughs> yeah it was good stuff That's... one of 18 i should say <laughs> that, that uh Maddie yeah, had those that. kinds of things i think you know when you when you have a love for for coaching and the game and when you see those things, it it does uh, it does drive a lot of emotion. Because even in that, I mean, that's a microcosm right there, Pat. That 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 event is a microcosm of of what we're talking about. Because even when that was mentioned, you know, I I texted with my coaches that that morning and I said, you know, we I want to do something special for Blake. Here's a few options, and I said, give me your thoughts. And of course, it was unanimous. Everybody everybody's like, yeah, we need to do, we need to do this, you know, and. And but in the back of your mind, you're thinking, you know what? This is a league game. You know what? That first, that first, that first batter, he's tough. You know, it, it, you know, you don't ever want to go down one zero, right? And and you start thinking about, right, the the coaching aspect of it, the you know the the actual X's and O's aspect of it, and sure. and it comes into play. But but the part that won over in our minds, and I'm glad for it, was the longer the longer term impact part the thing that you know blake will never forget the thing that i'll like you said you'll never forget it yeah and we'll forget yeah. about the fact that we struck that first batter out yeah i, I didn't even know right so yeah there you go <laughs> actually i did i did i could have put that together but um that definitely wasn't the focal point for right me. right you know right so i guess i guess there's times that uh that sacrificing is a good idea right <laughs> that's right and that's it didn't not, end up being that fun, much of a sacrifice yeah we sacrificed a ball right not an out but, uh, but yeah that's you're right you're right so it's good stuff yeah it is well you know i hope i hope i hope everyone out there was able to take something away from from this short discussion today um there's a yeah, lesson yeah. in it oh absolutely yes definitely and i you know i I, you know, like I said, I, I wish I could give them what I, what I feel because I think it would, it would help everyone, uh, change their perspective a little bit, um, or, you know, steady their perspective. You know, there, there's a lot of people, <laughs> there's a lot of people out there that isn't a crazy, uh, uh, <laughs> a parent like I am coach. There's, there's some pretty, uh, pretty solid parents out there that, that have a firm grasp on what matters right. in life and you know they're able to, to motivate and encourage their kid without without uh, being a complete <laughs> fool um i'm not there yet but i'm getting there so <laughs> <laughs> working on it but it yeah. is a blessing it's a it's a it's a great gift and and uh and i would encourage everyone to to approach it as that because as coach says you know one day 
uh, we will play and we will watch be played the final the final inning the final out mm-hmm. so and then hopefully it's onward and upward from there hopefully everything we've learned from 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 that experience will will carry us into the next stage of our lives so um yeah and and you know for you and 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 for Brock there's there's no doubt that that that's going to happen in my mind so it's a it's a good time and I I yep. hope that the experience that you're experiencing now comes to me very slow over the next several years <laughs> I hope it does too I hope it does too yeah it was the final chapter and you know the final the final chapter or the uh, the final the word final words in in that uh, book building champions but I I will say this I do look forward to turning the page and seeing a new chapter being written in his own book and uh, um, I hope that he'll be able to look back and say um, that I, I learned how to be a champion um, by by someone who both raised me and coached me that way. And and I hope you know that's my that's my uh, exhortation, I guess you can say, to all you dads out there and all you coaches out there and all of you dad coaches out there, coach dads, uh, that that you will uh, without a doubt. Um, build your little champion and and then uh, he will one day grow up and do the same and that's that's just uh like you said i have no doubt that that'll happen so i look forward to, to seeing him turn the page and that we'll just enjoy and cherish this weekend and and uh they they win that series this weekend we'll 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 go uh enjoy the the conference championships there we go survive in advance from here on out yes sir survive in advance it's getting to be that time of year for everyone it is. Yeah. That's right. It's yeah. a good time. Good time. It was good talking to Coach. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed. If you have any ideas for us to uh, to chat about, for all you people out there missing us, <laughs> all, 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 all two of yeah, you. Yeah, a handful of you. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. But uh, it's always a, a pleasure. Absolutely. We See made you. it. <laughs>